You are listening to The Potato Podcast, presented by Columbia Media Group. On today's episode, we rejoin Dave as he walks around the trade floor of the Potato Expo. On part two, we hear from Dan Galbraith with Oro Agri, Evan Nyborg with TriSteel, Kevin Thorsness with Bayer Crop Sciences, Cam Quarles with the NPC, and Susan Collinge with Simplot. Be sure to catch part one if you haven't. This episode is sponsored by Syngenta Elatus. Protect the perimeter of your potato crop with Elatus fungicide from Syngenta. When applied in furrow at planting, Elatus controls rhizoctonia and suppresses verticillium wilt, giving your potatoes long-lasting protection during early development. Talk to your local Syngenta retailer about Elatus. Always read and follow label instructions. Please check with your local extension service to ensure registration status. Syngenta supports a FIFRA 2EE recommendation for suppression of verticillium wilt on potatoes in certain states. This is Dave Alexander, and um, we are at the National Potato Expo in Austin, Texas. And uh, today we're walking around the trade show floor, and we are at the Oro Agri booth. Um, you may have seen some Nanocal ads in in Potato Country, and that is Oro Agri. And right now we're with Dan Galbraith. Dan, um, tell us a, a little bit about what you're here promoting today. Hey, thanks, Dave. Thanks for the opportunity to be with you and to have this chance to talk a little bit about our product, this Nanocal product. This is a new product to our company. We're real excited about it and the opportunities that we have to uh, present it to the market. Um, we've done some testing over the last year here, or a little longer than that, and, and as we've done that, we found some uh, fantastic results that we're real excited about. Uh, we have a sub-micronized uh, particle. That's the name in NanoCal. It's uh, smaller than a micron. And with that, we uh, have been able to take our adjuvancy products, mix those together, and be able to have a delivery system that allows it to be a transylum type effect. And so we're delivering calcium into where it can get into the tuber quickly. It's a soil-applied uh, a calcium carbonate that we're applying there, and we're getting it into the tubers and getting fantastic results. So the, the size, the sub-micronized size of the particles is key to getting uh, tr- the transference into the plant. Did I, is that, it really is that is. fair to say? It is. It really is. We're getting more calcium delivered down into the uh, soil that will be able to be uh, picked up by the roots that will go into the tubers. So having that smaller particle size allows for more uh, exposure to the roots to be able to grab it and take it. Okay. Uh, which is uh, basically allowing the grower to get all the effect that he's paying for. Yeah, your immediate availability is what you're getting, and it's quickly getting in there and uh, allowing that to then be exposed and showed through the tuber as it grows. Okay, so, and that is uh, Nanocal. Nanocal, yeah. And you've um, got what you refer to as the potato trifecta here on at your booth, which uh, is Nanocal, Wetsit, which is your... Um, 
what is that? That is your so, adjuvant, right? Yes, it is. So our, our, our trifecta would start in the soil with our ORZ, which is a soy adjuvant. Um, it's better for our disease control. It's uh, designed for helping water penetration get into there. Uh, it's it's uh, the orange oil in there, flavonoids. It allows for the soil to, to take in and, and retain the water and the, and the nutrients that you're taking in. Then we have the nanocal that we're applying, uh, putting in. The calcium is a big program. We're not saying that we're a calcium replacement uh, for a full program of uh, calcium, but that this is kind of a, an additive. It's a, it's a booster, uh, if, you, if you will, that would be able to um, help in developing or, or uh, laying in the calcium into the tubers. And then, of course, once the, the plant's up and growing, there's all kinds of uh, insect pressure or disease pressure. And we have both uh, a Prevan product, which is a quick knack- knockdown of our uh, registered insecticide, miticide, and fungicide. Uh, we also have a superior adjuvant um, uh, as a penetrant, as uh, a wetsit. And um, between those, uh, that, that three um, potato trifecta there, that's, that's our program that we're trying to, to introduce or let more growers know about the success they might have in the growing season okay so why don't you um why don't you give us your website where people can find out some more information yeah you know if you could go to oroagriusa.com that is a, a really great spot for you to go and to find uh, more information on this there's there's uh, it'll take you all the way through there and you click on uh uh, the, there's an app as well. If you could uh, download that, it's the Oro Agri app, and uh, it's got a USA uh, uh, portion there. Click on that, go to products, and then you can find out anything and, and everything you'd like to know about uh, additionally to these. Okay, and Oro, um, it might sound a little funny as we're saying it, I think, uh, but it, it's Oro as in gold, word, Spanish word for uh, gold, which is O-R-O. Yep. And then Agri, A-G-R-A. That's correct. All right. So thank you so much for joining us today. Dan, we will um, look for your stuff at the next trade show as well. Hey, we look forward to this. Thank you very much, Dave. Thanks for the time. Take care. We're at the Potato Expo, and we are at the Tri-Steel booth right now. And we're talking with Evan Nyborg, and he's going to go over uh, their new piler, the Stack Pro. Tell us about what that thing uh, is, brand new, brand new piece of equipment. Uh, yeah, we did a full redesign on our, our new 42-inch uh, bin piler. Um, some of the, the new things that we're really excited about is that uh, it probably has the most capable um, hydraulic system in the industry and uh, allowing us to do a lot of unique. Capable how? Capable of just meaning with uh, your different, uh, being able to run the piler just precisely, just the way that uh, individual operators want to do it. Um, hydraulics have come a long ways in, in the last few years, uh-huh. but mostly in communication with our proportional remote and, and the readouts that it's going to give us. And so this new remote that we have um, with joysticks will allow you that you can, uh, it's going to give you a digital readout of your um, your belt speeds. It's going to give you uh, your oil temperature. Um, it'll give you error codes um, if there happens to be an error. So that's really cool. I mean, this uh, remote control mounts in the tractor. It's, it's going to, so this is going to be, a, it's a belly pack, you, so you wear it. So the person operating the piler um, can walk around and they're, you know, they're going to be either up on the pile or, or wherever. Okay. Um, and they can do it with just the joystick, and they can control the, the boom oh, up, down, in, out. 
Okay. And because it is proportional, they can feather that to whatever speed they want. Feather it so when they're stacking the yep. buds into the into the storage. Yep. So, yeah, so that's very cool. Um, and it says on the brochure that we're looking at here, this is a, a towable unit, too. How, how did you Correct. To make so, that happen? So when we were designing this, we wanted to design it so that uh, the customer could easily uh, hook onto it and tow it down the road at, at a safe speed. Yes. Um, the problem before is these machines were so heavy, and if you had a wagon style, which meaning you were towing it on with all four wheels, it, it would just get out of control, and it wouldn't be safe towing down the road. You could only go about 10 miles an hour. And so what, so what we did, tail kind exactly, of thing. so we made it so that the ballast, the weight that's normally under the hopper, we made that so that it'll shift hydraulically towards the middle of the machine so that it'll take that tongue weight off the, your vehicle, okay. and then you can hook it up onto your truck. It also has a telescopic hitch to help hook onto your, onto your vehicle. And then the gearboxes um, are, are actually rated for high speeds. They fully disengage so that you're not wearing out your gearboxes. Uh, going down the road so many many improvements um, and uh, this new stack pro bin piler is looking to be very cool we we don't have one here to look at it's a small show but they are going to have one at some some upcoming upcoming uh, trade shows so the website www.loganfarmequipment.com yep and um, check that out Evan, thank you for taking your time out today. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay, we are uh, still at the Potato Expo in Austin, Texas, and we have uh, made our way over to the Bear Crop Science booth. And right now we are visiting with Kevin Thorsness. Um and he's going to talk about a little bit about some uh, a new product that they're working on. Hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing good, Dave. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. So tell us uh, what you want to visit about. We're, t- we're talking about Vellum Prime. Yeah, we'd like to visit with you a little bit about Vellum Prime today, uh, some of the aspects. It's uh, an SDHI product, um, broad-spectrum disease control that also has nematicidal activity. So it's a very exciting uh, molecule. Um, we like to see it used in furrow when we're going after nematodes. And first of all, you want to know what nematodes you're dealing with. But use it in furrow with, uh, when you're at plant. And so what, what do you mean by what nematodes? Are the, the different, uh, different varieties, species of nematodes? How is that? need to know which species you're dealing with because there's the different species uh, are controlled differently. Uh, there's different... Uh, levels of acceptance that we can have with the different species as well. So with that in mind, you, you have to know what you have before you start attacking it. Okay. So once you do, then that then you can develop uh, your management plan and to, to include or not include vellum? You would develop your management plan, but you, you would want to consider if you're going to include a fumigant. If you have real high l- levels of nematodes, you're probably going to want to include a fumigant and then come in with a vellum prime in furrow and then come back with another vellum prime uh, chemigated when the potatoes are about 6 to 8 inches in size and then come back about another week later and put in a movento, one or two movento applications split by t- 10 to 14 days. And all that depends on your nematode population that you have within that field. Okay, so um, vellum is now 100% uh, 
registered in for US use, right? But uh, you're still working on some MRLs? Correct, Dave. We, we have the label. The EPA registration for Vellum Prime is completely registered in the U.S. However, before you decide to use Vellum Prime, we always recommend that you check with your processor to make sure that they're accepting potatoes that have been treated with Vellum Prime because it's important to know if that processor will be able to move the potatoes. Yes, if there's, they're shipping them into countries that have uh, MRL, MRL regulations, obviously they, they can't sell them. Correct, and, and you have to know that up front. So definitely check with your processor before you use this product, but it's uh, a new, uh, definitely a new weapon in your arsenal for nematodes. Yes, it's a new weapon in the arsenal. It, it's, it's interesting. It's a fungicide that has nematicidal activity, so you also get fungicide or disease suppression when you use Vellum Prime and Furl. However, with that in mind, we always want you to use a foliar fungicide program as well with this product so that we ensure that we can protect the, the uh, investment, we will say, that we have into Vellum Prime against resistance development from a disease standpoint. Okay, and you said that uh, that fungicide that you recommend is uh, Luna. Luna would be an option. However, there's other products, probably a, a protectant such as an EBDC or a chlorothalonil would probably be a better option so that you don't use the same mode of action too many times. If you're putting two vellum primes on, you cannot put any more fluopyram on the field. And in this case, Luna is fluopyram. One of the active ingredients in Luna of Tranquility is fluopyram. Okay. So if you've got two vellum primes on the field, you cannot additionally add Luna Tranquility over the top of your potato crop. But you would use, um, what's another product they can use? Oh, something like a chlorothalonil-based product. Uh, maybe it's, uh, uh, or an EBDC such as Dithane or Pencozeb or something of that name. Okay. We just want to have another mode of action on that field to protect the acid. Very good. From resistance development. All right, Kevin. Um, I think we're uh, going to wrap this up here. Thank you so much for visiting us with us today and have a, a good expo. All right. Thank you, Dave. We have found our way to the National Potato Council booth, and we're uh, meeting our buddy Cam Quarles here. Cam's going to touch on... The Farm Bill. It just got approved um, a couple of weeks ago now. And um, Cam, tell us what the Farm Bill means to potato growers and, and what did they get what they wanted? What's happening? Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks for coming by. Glad to glad to have you here. We're having a uh, we're having a pretty good expo, so there's a lot lot of folks around. And uh, we get, on the Farm Bill, we got a great story to tell. Um, you you hit it just just right. The the president signed the farm bill on December 20th. They, uh, both the House and the Senate, were able to pass the conference agreement in the lame duck session of Congress, which means they actually all got together after the election and got some business done. The, I think the takeaway from it is that we've got a highly dysfunctional Congress, but against yeah. all odds, they, uh, they were able to get together and pass 
a really good farm bill by an overwhelmingly bipartisan vote. And it really... the It's pretty shocking when you could th- think about the fighting that is going on daily in in Congress. Oh, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, it, any, any betting person would not have have have, uh, have put very good odds on that occurring. But the, the reason that it happened was you had some very smart veteran leadership on both the House and Senate Agriculture Committees that, that realized that it was much worse to go back to the drawing board with a, a new Congress in 2019 rather than uh, take advantage of all the hard work that had been done in 2018 and get the, get the bill done. A lot of farmers were going to be, well, a lot of, uh, there were 37 programs under the, under the old farm bill that simply stopped functioning um, when, when the uh, 2014 bill expired. That, those those pro- programs could have been dormant for months, if not years, if they didn't take this opportunity to get it done right. And they did it. We're really happy with it some great funding for some big potato priorities so we're we're ready to roll and we we got the got the farm bill put to bed it's uh it feels rare that we're talking about praising congress and that they actually got something done i'm still kind of shocked (laughs) about the whole thing maybe you guys need to take more credit as being as uh being good intermediaries and and lobbyists well uh, you know I think we we all worked as a pretty cohesive team, but you know you got to give a ton of credit to the leadership on the House and Senate Ag committees because they were it was a really challenging environment, and they they were just dead set on getting a bill done, getting it right, and not placing farmers in this huge amount of uncertainty. What it resulted in is a key trade program that shut down that the, the potato industry uses very much uh, in regard to, to market access for fresh potatoes into Mexico. Yes. We're fighting a big battle on that, um, and we had to have access to that program. Those funds were completely cut off when the 2014 Farm Bill expired. The House and Senate Ag Committees restored full funding for that program, and they actually went in and are requiring USDA to enhance its efficiency um, as it for for the future. So that was a really positive story. It was vital for what we're trying to do uh, in gaining market access to Mexico. Also, the single largest increase for ag research in the Farm Bill goes directly to specialty crops. The Specialty Crop Research Initiative, 125 million over five years, was the increase that that we saw in that program. So yep, I saw that. That's a big chunk of money. It's a big chunk of money, and I'll tell you that the the absolute best investment across the entire farm bill is in ensuring that that we have a very strong research title because that that's going to pay dividends not just for this farm bill but decades down the line the 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 new advances that come from that public-private partnership so that that is a real positive we're really happy about that all right cam quarles with the national potato council we thank you for your time this afternoon uh we're going to let you get back to business and we'll probably want to catch up with you and talk a little more detail about the farm bill later on. So let me have a rain check from you. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll do it. Thanks, Dave. All right. Thanks again. Okay, this is Dave Alexander, and we are um, almost finished up with the second day of Potato Expo in Austin, Texas. And we are lucky to... Caller Susan Collins and Susan, 
is with JR Simplot Company, and I'm going to talk about Innate a little bit. I know a lot of growers are interested in what's going on. So, uh, Susan, let's um, let's start with why Innate. What what are the advantages of the, of Innate? So, hi, first of all, hi Dave. Hello. Um, yeah, and uh, the advantages of Innate. So we have three varieties that are out in the marketplace today. And in all cases, they have uh, fewer black spots because we reduced one of the enzymes that's responsible for black black spots in potatoes. Um, and uh, two of the varieties, um, actually, um, that's their their main trait. So we have a, um, actually, we have a, a Burbank. It's based on a Burbank, which okay. is our cultivate variety. We have Acclimate. Uh, both of those are being used in the fresh potato market. And Acclimate uh, is also uh, a Burbank type? Uh, it's or a russet. It's a russet. A russet type. Yeah, but it's it's not a Burbank. Okay. Um, so those two are being used in the fresh market. Uh, they're both suitable for uh, frozen fries as well. Okay. And we also have another variety called Hibernate, which is in the chip market. Um, the Both Acclimate and Hibernate have late blight resistance, and they have lower sugars also. They store very well. Okay. Um, so, again, the, the main... Uh, advantages to use an innate type variety um, I'm, I'm just gonna have you go right off of our, our cheat sheet here uh, in fact I'll do this myself it's they're non browning and fewer bruises um, and then they have less acrylamide so they turn out better when they're cooked correct that's right that's and then right. Uh, elimination of black spots yeah, and black spots is definitely a, a big a big part of it. Okay, so we, we we hit on the the advantages. Let's talk about availability right now. Um, is this something that I, that growers can can start growing this year? Any of these varieties? Uh, yes, all these varieties are available. Yes, and we um, we are um, we've been in the market since 2015, actually, with the cultivate variety, uh, the acclimate and hibernate. Have been out there for a couple years now. Okay. Um, and um, I say they're available. I think that the hibernate seed is possibly sold out. Okay. Sold out for this for 2019. Yeah, for 2019. But uh, get in line. We'll plant some more seed for 2020. Okay. Yeah. And of course, they yeah. can still get the other varieties though. Uh, they, as, they as of right now. Yeah, they still can. As of right yeah. now, in, in yep. January of of 2019. Yep, that's right. And we're uh, lining up growers for this year right now. Okay. So how do we get it? Do we have to go um, to the plant sciences division or how does that work? Um, that's right. Um, we call the plant sciences division. Uh, actually, uh, Britt White would be the main contact for Cultivate and Acclimate. Do you want to give his uh, email, phone number? You know, it's uh, Britt.White at Simplot.com. Okay. Yep. So... All right. Well, um, Susan, thank you so much for uh, taking a couple minutes out today. We appreciate it and hope you have had a great show. Yeah, thank you, Dave. It's been, you. It's been great. Thank it's been you. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only, and it's only those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests. We do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of Columbia Media Group or its affiliates.